Sisters, but not by birth. Family, but not by DNA. David and Adam are two of a kind, and they want to borrow some of your day to talk into your ear holes about midi chlorians and roller coasters. Those two things are unrelated, but so are they. They're unrelated at birth, like most people who aren't related. Unrelated at birth, but they're brothers in a brotherly way. Now it's time for the phenomenal brother and the golden voice of the South. They're brothers from different mothers, but they're both really proud to be unrelated at birth. And welcome everybody back into Unrelated at Birth. As always, you've got the one, the only, the golden voice of the South, the human jukebox, Dave Adams, coming to you live and in living color. That's right. From the top of the state of Alabama, from Madison, Alabama, in the Unrelated at Birth podcast studios. And as always, I have brought my friend along from the House of Mouse, from Central Florida, from Kissimmee, from, we'll go Celebration, from St. Cloud, where his subdivision doesn't have a red light yet. The one, the only, the phenomenal brother, Adam Joseph Russell. I have a feeling there for a second you were going to introduce me as the traffic master or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Carrie says, since I had to do three takes, does that make me the rusted voice of the South? Not anymore. He's like the tin man now. He's, he's got the oil can. He's good to go. Yeah. Uh, Carrie said, uh, the show is now official because your middle name was said. So you took a sip of something, Carrie said ear holes in the pre-show, and now you use my middle name. Three for three. It's going to be a great show. This is going to be good because we have the fourth out of our fifth Bracket Madness Challenge going tonight. That's right. And for those that were waiting for the show on Wednesday for the podcast and for the live on Tuesday, I have to apologize. I was a tad bit under the weather. Uh, Adam was trying to text me all day Tuesday, and he was getting these jarbled up messages. <laughs> like two or two of them were all just emojis. <laughs> that, that was that was probably the weirdest thing. Was I Emma was doing a project for school, and I texted you, "What is your favorite season?" You immediately read it, yet did not reply. <laughs> and I knew when when a single word like winter, summer, spring, or fall can't be bothered to be typed. I was like, "Oh yeah, he's in the middle of it now." <laughs> Winter, spring, summer, or fall. Yeah, yeah. All, all, two sylla- or all one or two syllables known longer than like six or seven letters. I knew we had something on our hands that day. <laughs> and, For and, sure. and guys, I was all about trying to get, get myself approachable and get myself up and moving halfway through the end of the day just so I could do the show on our, nor- our normally scheduled day. But Adam had pity on me. He said, I said no. He said, You are not being yourself tonight. <laughs> Let's not do this. To that, I said, Nay, nay. <laughs> nay, nay, Fluffy. <laughs> Vance is very, very. He was trying to decide between football or baseball season. Yeah. See, he's not wrong because if I was in my right mind, football, that would have been the first thing I, I, I mm-hmm. came up with. 
Yep. And I told them that when I, when I went out, Emma was like, did he answer? I said, no, baby. I said, it's probably for the best because if you turned your project in with football being one of the options, I don't know what the teacher would say, (laughs) sweetheart. I did tell her that for real. Well, see, but you and I've had this conversation before on our old sideline warning podcast. I don't know if I would say football or baseball season. Yeah. Because when do you see me most giddy? I mean, honestly. Mm, That's tough, man. That is tough. Because today, what, how many times did I text you over and over and over about baseball stuff today? Now, granted, we do that a lot during football season, but that's once a week. Yeah, it's a longer stretch, more days a week. Yeah, it's a more of a sustained energy in baseball season, whereas football, it just spikes on Saturdays and whenever the playoff is, right? Right, exactly. So, yeah. Anyway. Well, and Jeffrey, Jeffrey asked, is that like wabbit and duck season? Wabbit season. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I, who knows? Who knows? Uh, Vance said football because it's in the fall, which is a better season. I agree with that. See, I, mm. because fall in Florida is like a normal place's summer, like the Northeast summer. To me, all right. So I, I'm. We're getting off the rails here. Welcome we are getting. That's what we do. Unrelated at birth. Welcome to Unrelated at Birth, everybody. <laughs> if this is your first show, this is what we do. Uh, anyway, but so. In in Alabama, baseball season, you know, everywhere, baseball season usually starts April 1st, end of March. That's when you get the Masters. That's when you get the blooming of the azaleas in, in uh, Augusta. That's when you get Easter. That's when you get my birthday month. Fall, you get the dying of grass. You get the dying of the leaves. You get it potentially turning colder in Alabama. So, so if you flip that though, you get grass that doesn't have to be cut. You get the changing of the seasons, the beautiful colors that come from that, and you don't sweat your face off. So I would turn those to positives. Now, Esther, Vance Cope, next week's bracket: all the seasons. All the seasons. <laughs> We're only going to do weather seasons. It starts with the final four. <laughs> no, in Alabama and Florida, you get nine seasons. That is true. Almost Even though winter's summer. only like a day. Like tonight it's supposed to get, or tomorrow night, it's supposed to be in the 40s here. Oh, oh yeah. we're in a freeze. Look, baseball season. Baseball season, right? It's not right. I have sleeves on right now. It's not right. Miguel Cabrera hitting a home run in the snow. It's not right. It's not <laughs> natural. Hunter. It's not natural. Fall equals second summer in Alabama. He Same ain't down wrong. here, yeah. No. You're well, I guess it's really just summer. Yeah. Just a continuation of the six-month-long Florida has two seasons. Halloween and summer. Halloween? <laughs> what does that mean? Well, because Halloween starts in August because you've got Not So Scary and Halloween Horror Nights. Yeah. And that goes until there's, a couple, there's one in a couple days in November. And then it's... It's still hot, so I'd, yeah. I'd say once Halloween's over there in November, summer starts again. <laughs> this year was pretty weird, though. Anyway, enough about the weather, Clem. Yep. <laughs> Down to General Store. All these guys do is talk about the weather. How's your mom and him? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Adam, go ahead and introduce us this week's Bracket Madness. All right. Introduce it while I pull up the graphics. All right, I'll do it. So... This week's graphics will be 
on the Marvel Cinematic Universe versus the DC EU. What does the E stand for? I can't remember. Extended. Extended Universe. Okay, fine. <laughs> Adam is the real Gomer pile. <laughs> Yo, Ollie. Shazam. Surprise, Shazam. Surprise. Sergeant Carter. All right, so we had a couple of play-ins for this one just on the Marvel side, right? Yes, we did. So, and, and I want to Ta-ta, remind you, the play-in. I want to remind everybody, myself included, this is the cinematic universe only. Yes. Just out of movies. How are we going to are we going to do personal preference on was this movie better or are we doing box office or how are we going to do this? Well, some of them, some of these don't have their own movie to base that off of. No, but they have their the movie character. So let's do this: the movie character. Yeah, we're basing the movie character. We're basing it off of. I think it could be for heroes. I think you have to look at. Uh, let me start with villains. I think it's a little bit easier for, to divine for villains. I think if you're looking at villains, it's who actually was effective. Right. There's some of those that were pretty weak, and they got beat pretty. You know what is it they say on the the movie pitch channel? Really easy, barely an inconvenience. You know, barely. some of that, it, it ends up being that way. Some of them are more effective than others. But um, on the hero side, some of it's going to come down to personal preference, I think. Yeah, I agree. I think and, it is. I think it's going to come down to childhood memories, personal preference, how they did in the movies, um, how well they were represented based off of what we thought they should be might factor right. into that, you know? Right. Could be any number of factors. And so let me ask you this before we get started, Dave. I know last week we had a save for the food bracket, do we get a save for this bracket? Excluding so, the play-ins, do we get a save? So what I'm afraid of, there's going to be ties in this because as you notice, it's just you and I here. Yeah. After we get past the first round because the first round was done by the list. It's pretty much just the, the finals, right? I mean, the semifinal and the final, so. Yeah, we got a little bit more than that. But other yeah. than that, I mean, we, we're going to have to rely on people watching us right now. So... It, you get to vote as well. If there's a tie, sure. we get to vote. Uh, here we go. Carrie says, for instance, Black Widow plays a more important role than Captain Marvel mm-hmm. on the long haul, in his opinion. So Captain Marvel uh, showed up at the end just to prove she couldn't beat Thanos alone, whereas Black Widow got the Soul Stone. So, right. And yes. then Jeffrey said, I voted for whoever I thought played a bigger overall part, right? Uh, all char- Yeah, character importance. So, all right. So, we'll get into that. And we'll, when we have some issues, maybe we'll call your wife in. Maybe she, she may not have a strong opinion on the DC stuff, though. Okay, I tell you what. Um, since he made the since he made it, can Jeffrey be the tiebreaker in the comments? That that we since can handle he made that. the bracket. Okay. Yep. Or also, since he made the presentation, I would say we we could we could ask for Vance, but he'll probably be gone halfway. That's, that's the why. That's honestly why I said that. If yeah. he's jumping over, but no no offense, Vance. But I mean, if everybody just comment, we'll get a general feel for what the crowd says. Yeah, and if we don't get that, Carrie says call him, so we can we can get okay. that in there too. All right, all right. So let's let's get it popping, as the kids. First say these up days. for the play-ins is the fifth seed Star Lord versus the twelve seed Black Widow. All right. So what do you think here? What would your pick I, be? I voted for the the Star Lord character just because I think he was more important in the whole grand scheme of the the. Avengers storyline because if he didn't go after Thanos there because he was mad at at uh, yes. him for going after Gamora yes the whole movie could have been over in the first movie it's true barely an inconvenience again right exactly so yeah, I'm I was going for Star Lord 
I, I agree with that that statement, but I, I probably would say that the importance of Black Widow and the Soul Stone and the sacrifice that she made would probably outweigh any but, negative repercussions there. But if, so, if Star-Lord hadn't been stupid, Black Widow wouldn't have had to sacrifice. That's so true. Therefore, yeah, so that's Star-Lord, why I'm voting down on him. He was stupid, so he's, he's out, man. Okay. All right, anyway. So it was 68% to 32% for Black Widow. Uh, Black Widow advances. All right. All right, next one was number six, Ant-Man versus number 11, Wanda. Wanda, no. Vision, Wanda, yeah. Vision. No, no doubt in my mind this should have been Wanda. Yeah. I voted for Ant-Man because I, I just like him. Well, but see, that's, that's not the... It's, it's, but it's personal preference. That's one of the valid reasons that, that we can do. Honestly, I think Wanda in the next phase is going to have a much, much more important role. But if Ant-Man hadn't been stuck in the quantum realm, would the last movie have even happened? No, not at all. So that's why I rated it that way. And it was pretty close. 53% Ant-Man, 47% Wanda. So Ant-Man advances there. Number seven, Doctor Strange versus number 10, Captain Marvel. I think this one, again, should be no contest, Doctor Strange, because yeah. he plays a huge role in the Infinity War. Yeah, absolutely. And, when he, and the, the, one of the best moments of the last two movies is when he does the analysis, says there's one way, and then he looks at Tony and is one. Yeah. Like that yeah. at the end, so I agree. And everyone else did, too. 85% or 84% Doctor Strange, 16% Captain Marvel. Yeah. So Doctor Strange moves on. Now, the last play in bracket... Number eight, Spider-Man versus number nine, Black Panther. I think, I think we're going to have to go. I, mean, I love Spider-Man. Spider-Man. But Spider-Man. I, we've got to go with Black Panther here. Can I ask you why you feel that way? Chadwick Boseman. Yeah. So the actor and, carries it for you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, um, oh, Jeffrey says, please announce the tagline. Oh, the tagline. Sorry. So number eight, Spider-Man versus number nine, Black Panther, the kid versus the king. Yep. Is this Vance, Cope, Vance Cope said this was the toughest. Uh, and, yeah. and I'll also say this, too. I've grown up thinking that Spider-Man, while he's a cool character, I don't know if, I, if he would handle his own in a fight. Black Panther would beat the crap out of Spider-Man. He seemed to do pretty well at the airport battle in Civil War for his first one. He seemed to do all right. I, I think Tom Huddleston's Spider-Man is the best of all the Spider-Mans Who? we've seen. That's Loki. Uh, uh, the, the, I know sorry. what you mean. It's fine. Yeah. I, know what you mean. I, I, I do think that this is the best Spider-Man we've seen. I agree. But to quote Willie Cooley, Spider-Man's a female dog. Got it. Yeah, I think Black Panther and the whole, um, their technology, the Battle of Wakanda, all of that, I think the importance is there. Um, if you're talking overall, Spider-Man in the entire, if the MCU extends out to Spider-Verse, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, and you're not talking just the Infinity War arc, right. I'm taking Spider-Man in this one because Spider-Man's whole thing in that is that anybody could be Spider-Man. Anybody Agreed. can choose to take up that mantle. At the same time, the Black Panther character is just as empowering. In, in its own right, in certain ways for, for certain people. So I think that both of them carry that weight. I went Spider-Man in this one. But the crowd, two-thirds to one-third went for Black Panther. I will say this, too. Black Panther's movie gave us one of the greatest uh, moments, lines from any of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. 
What are those? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I think too on this one, and I won't I won't linger too long on it, but I think on this one too, you think about iconic moments in the Infinity War arc, that chant right before the Battle of Wakanda makes yep. that movie, makes that part of that movie. So yep, yep. Not mad at that one at all. All right. So here we go. So the actual MCU hero bracket then that we're gonna pick and compare to the to crowd here is starting off with number one seed Iron Man versus number nine Black Panther, the genius versus the king. So this is tough. I mean, we know Iron Man's going to win this, but when you look at it, fighting styles, if you put, each, put them up against each other in an actual fight, I think Black Panther would win against Iron Man, and I do think Black Panther was more pivotal because really Iron Man or Tony Stark was this bad guy outlier looking out for himself. Now, at the end, you know, I love you 3000. It's, it, he, he does Adele Earnhardt and breaks character and, and dies being somebody that's not himself. Yep. But I, I, I would say really Black Panther would win this, but we got to vote for Iron Man. Yeah, and it, the sacrifice at the end, I think if there was any any one of the Avengers had the opportunity to do that, they would have. We saw it with Black Widow. Iron Man just happened to have the suit and the technology to be able to handle the Infinity Stones. But it started with him. It ended with him. Importance in the overall story arc, I think, for him takes the day for me. And so I would go with Iron Man as well. And it was about 69% Iron Man 31 Black Panther with the, with the, with the listeners too. So Iron Man moves on there. Next one is number four, and I don't know why it's number four, but number four, Captain America versus number 12, Black Widow. America's blank, I'm not going to say it, and you're not going to say it either, Dave, versus the assassin. I think based off of what we call Black Widow, you can guess what the other one is. Um, So Cap versus Black Widow. Dave, what you got? Captain America. He he embodies what Marvel comics were. Carrie says Black Widow, but I, I really do think... Captain America was the first Avenger. Captain America should be the last Avenger. There is no Marvel without Captain America. Yeah. Well, I think, too, I pick Cap because it's a heck of a sacrifice to get the Soul Stone. But, again, I think any Avenger in that situation would have done the same thing. They all would have been willing to do that. Going back in time to put everything back into place and, you know, basically – going back to get having the opportunity at the end of all this to go back and get the life that you actually wanted and put everything back in the, in the, in the way that it should have been, I think was the ultimate story arc. So I'm going to go with cap two on that one. Yep. By the way, I said cap was number four because his movie was the fourth one released. <laughs> you know what we mean? <laughs> <laughs> he was, he was there in the forties, but uh, so it was 94% cap, 6% black widow. So pretty convincing beat down on that one. So I, I think we know who one of the 6% was. <laughs> yeah, evidently so. Scary. Exactly. All right, so number two, the Hulk versus a seven-seed Doctor Strange, the big guy versus the wizard without a hat. You're a wizard, Harry. <laughs> I'm a what? Uh, uh, you're a wizard. <laughs> I, I've got to go Hulk on this one. Yeah. Because Hulk is in all the Avengers movies. Doctor Strange is only in the last two. I think Hulk plays a bigger arc. So I'm going Hulk because of what he was versus what he is at the end. Yeah. It's interesting for me with Hulk struggling in the, in the most pivotal moments like that 
struggling to even be there to be present. And I like how in the last movie they kind of rounded it all out and made it all okay. That was neat to see with Hulk. But without Doctor Strange being able to see all of the possibilities and understand what it was even going to take to beat Thanos, Avengers are kind of dead in the water. They're just kind of trying one of the one million, however many that wouldn't have worked. So I went Doctor Strange on this one. So All right. Whatever I do. And the crowd was 75-25, Hulk over Doctor Strange. So either way, you're going with something green, the Time Stone or Hulk. And they chose the Hulk in this case. Next up. Vance Coke. Don't forget Edward Norton Hulk, though, because that was MCU. You are correct. It was. But also the other, you know, uh, um, what's his name? Uh, What is Hulk now? Ruffalo. Mark Mark Ruffalo. Ruffalo, Yeah. Yeah. He's Hulk. So you got to put them all together. Yeah. All right. Next bracket up. Number three, Thor versus number six, Ant-Man. The Dude versus Tic Tac. Thor. Yeah. No, I mean, no, no. I mean, they're both comedy. Sure. But well, in the last movie. Yeah. <laughs> the first Thor, two Thor movies. Ooh, ooh. Yeah. Thor, Thor, hands down, though. Okay. Yeah, I, I love Ant-Man. I love the Ant-Man movies. Um, Ant-Man, though, is just the guy who ended up with the technology at the right place at the right time kind of thing. And Thor, I think the, the overall superhero vibe is stronger with him. So I said yeah. Thor, too. And it Your was 82... Your dad says hammer yep. time. Hammer time. 81% <laughs> Thor, 19% Ant-Man with the with the listeners. So yeah. that leads us to the semifinals for the MCU Heroes bracket. Round one of the semifinals is Iron Man versus Cap. Who gets snapped? Oh. Yeah, about that. <laughs> Honestly, and, and I have to remind myself, yeah. We're we're doing this on the MCU only. Yes. And this is true civil war here. Uh I'm going is, to yeah. go I'm going to go with Captain America. Okay. Just because I think up until the final snap, Captain America was the reason the Avengers were in the place they were. Yeah. Tony Stark, honestly, this is you and me in a nutshell. <laughs> How's that? Tony Stark is run in, guns a-blazing, show him what you got, and maybe one of your misplaced bullets will, will land. Me in Call of Duty. <laughs> Captain America true. is very meticulous, finding his spot, and his one well-placed bullet will hit where it's supposed to be. And he's also worthy of picking up Mjolnir. So I agree completely with that assessment, Dave. I, I totally I'm agree. Not, I mean, am I wrong, though? I mean, I'm no. the flashy. You're the, yeah. you yeah. know, sit in the back and, and win with... Have a, very, have a plan before you run in kind of thing. Yeah, I agree. And exactly. Exactly. I, I got to go a camper. With, I'm a, a <laughs> yeah. run in guns of blaze. It's tough with this one from a movie cinematic standpoint, cinematic universe standpoint, because Iron Man's arc finds him going from the rogue, you know, bad, not bad guy, but bad attitude, you know, self-made dude doesn't care what anybody thinks all the way through, <laughs> all the way through to thanks, Kathy, right? All the way through to, I love you 3000. Right. But Captain America goes from zero to hero. And then he has to deal with the fact that he lost out on on one of the greatest loves of his life, but then finds a way to reclaim it and set things right. Both great arcs. 
wonderful story arcs. That's the reason Marvel will always be superior to DC in the movies, unless DC pulls something great out of their pocket. But um, I got to go with Cap too, and it's going to be nothing right. but pure sentimentality that Cap's one of my favorites, and so that's what we're going with there. And and, and that's why I'm going. I'm also going to say this too. If we were going on comic books alone, Captain America wins this hands down. Yeah. Because honestly, before the, the cinematic universe came out, Iron Man was a small character. Yeah. He wasn't this big, bad character. Well, and it really just kind of happened, and maybe they planned it that way all along. But it kind of just happened to be the first one they made. Right. It's what it felt like. And it was like, holy cow, this really worked. Let's do another one and another one. And then this other character, let's tie them together. And it all just kind of panned out. Yeah. So, all right. Semi-final number two, one must go Hulk versus Thor. Basically it's Ragnarok all over again. I said, guy, I know him from work. Honestly, I'm going Thor with this just because mm. I think Thor's character is, you know, he, he brings in Mjolnir. Yeah. And, and, and that's what eventually helps. And Stormbringer. Win. Right, exactly. So I'm, I'm going Thor. Yeah, fascinating, fascinating, fascinating. Because Hulk basically has self-doubt, doesn't know when to jump back into battle, finds a way to reconcile it. Exact same thing happens to Thor. Yep. You, got, you got dude Thor in the last movie, right? So I was never a big fan of Thor until he came back after Ragnarok. If, if Thor had stayed the same character the whole time, I would pick Hulk hands down. But... Um, what is what does he call what does he call um, Rocket? I can't remember what he calls Rocket. Some kind of what animal he calls him. But anyway, the way Thor's whole interaction with the Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. makes it for me there. So I'm going to go with Thor. Uh, if we don't get as Guardians of the Galaxy in, in Guardians three, yep, something's wrong. Exactly. All right. So the final of the MCU heroes, Thor versus Cap. And, and this is how how it should be. I think uh, the way the bracket played out, I, I I think that this is this is great. Sure. If we're going with story arc in the MCU, I'm going Thor. Just because we knew who Captain America was the entire time. Thor goes from high and mighty God to somebody who's starting to doubt himself. And nothing else left to lose, I mean. Right. And then somebody who is the dude and then brings himself back up so he goes from you know high god to the lowest of the lows and then back to god status yep and captain america goes from nobody injected some serum in him and then we know who captain america is the entire time yeah so because of that, I've got to go Thor. Yeah, you can't understate how important that consistency is, though. I mean, Thor, Thor did bring Stormbringer. Stormbringer was the one thing that almost brought Thanos down in Infinity War. Um, should have aimed for the head, though. Cap would have just aimed for the head. It would have been over. But um, I would go Cap here all the way. All right. but looking from the comments, I know it's a lost cause. I mean, I yeah, see, I see, I see Thor. nothing but Thor, and then I see Vance is on my side. It sounds like Vance. I'm guessing that's what you said. But it seems like... Yeah. Uh, oh, wait. Oh, Cap Jeff gets oh. Jeffrey's vote, too. Whoa, wait a minute. Jeff Jeffrey was the tiebreaker. So, so Vance Cap says wins. Cap. My mom says Cap. Jeffrey says Cap. Carrie, Carrie says, one is the best <laughs> movie in the MCU. The other is easily replaceable with the head coach of U.S. Hockey's 
head coach. Soldier. I haven't caught up on Falcon and Winter Soldier yet. Sounds like I need to. Well, the guy who is new, you know, Johnny Walker. Yeah, yeah. You know, he played hockey here in Huntsville at UAH. Yeah. So. Okay. So cap it is. Unfortunately. All right. Let me get this pasted down here then. I. 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 All right, so we move on to the villains bracket of the MCU. Here we go. Let me find it. First round, Loki versus Red Skull. The trickster versus the Nazi. The Nazi. Red Red Skull didn't get the arc he deserved. Uh, He truly is one of uh, Captain America's biggest rivals. Loki is all throughout the MCU. We've got to go Loki. Well, it's going to be, there's another show, and that preview looks pretty good, too. Oh, it looks amazing. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sold on Owen Wilson yet, I'm, I might, or Luke Wilson. I might, is it Owen or Luke? It's Owen Wilson. I'm not sold on that yet, but anyway. Red Skull, I think if, if you do a few Captain America movies that are just Cap, I think you might have seen more from Red Skull, but because he had to fit it in with the overall arc, and then the second Captain America movie wasn't even really just a Captain America movie. It was really right. Civil War. Um, Red Skull just was ineffective in the MCU. You know, I mean, he ended up guarding the Soul Stone. He got banished for eternity into to a place that he really didn't want to go. So I'm going to go with Loki on this one too. And yeah. it was pretty overwhelming, ninety four to six percent in favor of Loki with the listeners. Also, when you look at Red Skull, because of the actor, if you just don't want him to go, Mister Anderson, <laughs> then then you're wrong. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, totally agree. All right, next round. Number four, Winter Soldier versus number five, Ronin. The White Wolf versus versus the Accuser. So I, I, I don't know why we need to put Winter Soldier here because he's not a villain. He, he's a good guy. Um, so because of that, I, I'm actually going with Ronin because, I, yes, he was a bad guy for half a movie. Or yeah. for a movie, one movie. But one movie. I, I, Ronin is the son of a god. Yeah, still ineffective though, but it, yeah. they had they had to turn Winter Soldier back in order to really defeat him. I mean, he would have he would have done some major damage if they didn't get Bucky back. You know, that's true. So I think he would have done a lot more damage over the long run than Ronan. So I went Winter Soldier based off of that alone. But I agree with you that the whole like turn is one of the reasons that maybe he shouldn't have been here. But the listeners agreed again. This was another runaway. Ninety four percent Winter Soldier, six percent Ronan. All okay. right, next round. Number two, Thanos versus number seven, Hela, Hela, Hala, the Snapper versus the Destroyer. Even though the name doesn't make him sound super mean, Thanos has got to be the the winner here. I mean, it again. You want to talk about effectiveness? I mean, it, Hela, what she destroyed Asgard, right, and Ragnarok, right. and she won on that front. But Thanos literally set out to do something that all the infinity stones together snap out half the universe he succeeded in that overall he, goal. he's trying you gotta to go court, thanos man yeah he's trying to court death the entire exactly. time yeah you got to go with thanos yeah. so it was a hundred percent thanos zero percent <laughs> so you ain't pretty, gonna get much better than that exactly pretty convincing all right number three killmonger from black panther versus number six ultron the first synthesoid so the wannabe versus the robots honestly I, I I voted Killmonger here. Added to because because uh, this is Killmonger was a guy I would see a movie just about Killmonger. Yeah. And well, and for Michael, me, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. And Michael B. Jordan played him perfectly. Oh sure. Well, he's always going to have the Creed factor for you, right? 
I mean, oh, that's cool. got to hold some something, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, but for me, again, effectiveness. Killmonger threw Black Panther over the edge. You know, Ultron ended up being defeated at the end of the day. So right. I went with Killmonger, too. Oh, or oh. was he? Well, that's true. That is true. Yeah. So it was actually 63% Ultron, 37% Killmonger. All right. So Ultron moves on. By the way, hi, Ryan. How are you doing, buddy? Hi, Ryan. <laughs> All right. So semifinals for MCU villains. First round. Who is the bigger baddie, Loki or Winter Soldier? Three, Loki. two, one. Loki. Yeah. Loki. Yeah. Because the other one wasn't a baddie for too long anyway. All right. Exactly. So Loki, let me get that copied and pasted. Excuse me, folks in podcast land. Semifinal number two. Defeat is imminent. Thanos hmm. or Ultron? Three, two, one, Thanos. Thanos. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. Uh, that's so the final for the MCU villains, Loki Three, versus two, Thanos. One. Thanos. Lana Loki. Thanos. No. Thanos. I, who I'm is going, in who is in prison and hasn't yet done what he set out to do? But who Loki. is still who is still alive and who's because there? he's because he's in prison. They don't kill you in prison. Who keeps but, getting caught over and over and over? Who had an entire city kneeling before him and still got beaten? Mm-hmm. No, nope. I, I am. All right, Jeffrey Martin, you've got it. You, all right, so look, we've got Vance saying Loki. Carrie says Thanos. Come on, and Jeff Jeffrey. Sa- and Jeff says, uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> and Carrie's saying Thanos, Thanos, Thanos. Loki, Loki. Again, without the snap, you don't have the Infinity War arc. You just All right. don't. Jeffrey, you are the man. You've got to break this tie. Thanos, right. because Loki becomes semi-good. There we go. All right. All right. Thanos. See, that? I told you the villain ones would be a lot quicker <laughs> than, yeah. the, uh, than the heroes ones. All right. So we move on to the DC Extended Universe. All right. Whew. Do we need a palate cleanser of a Virgil asked a question before we switch universes, you think? Let's go with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So, Carrie says, Loki is the stone-cold Steve Austin. He's the anti-hero. That's, that's a it's good true. way to talk wrestling. It's true. That's not, that's, that's, you know, Carrie, you got a point, sir. But did he work All himself right. into a shoot? I don't know. All right. <laughs> <laughs> You're trying. I tried. God, I tried. Come on. He's I trying. said it right. I said it right. All right, here we go. Uh, palette cleanser before we head to DCU with uh, Virgil asked a question. DCEU. This building covers over 13,385,318 square meters or 472,700,200 square feet. It covers 98.7 acres. It was built in 1967. Roughly 30,000 employees are employed here. The building is so large and is so famous, it has a guided tour for a mere $25 per person. It is located in Everett, Washington. My question is, what company operates out of this building? This is, I, this didn't is, know, I didn't know until you said Everett, Washington. <laughs> that this is, is two for... Head, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. That is the headquarters... Of the place that paid for the Unrelated at Birth podcast studio. <laughs> what company is that? Boeing. Lockheed Douglas? Oh, no, Boeing. Boeing. <laughs> yeah, so it's funny. That's two weeks in a row that the Adams family has been a subject matter expert and Virgil asked a question. Da-da-da-da. Two weeks in a row. That's, All right. I wonder if he that's did huge, that on though, purpose. Man. 
possible. It's possible. That's I'll huge, though, there. man. I yeah. mean, that's that's. Have you been there? I have. Really, that's cool. Yeah, it's it's awesome. Yeah, it's massive. Awesome. All right, DC heroes. Yep. No play in. We're getting right into it this time. Number yeah, one, says, Superman. Oh, good. So it's so it's not Funko. Uh, no. <laughs> All right, round one, Superman at the one seed versus number eight, Harley Quinn, the refugee versus the crazy one. And so Harley Quinn's a hero? Yes. Fill me in on this. She's an anti-hero. Anti-hero, okay, got it. Yeah. That I can get along with, okay. So So Superman versus Harley Quinn. She's part of the Suicide Squad who are, they're they're captured, they were in Arkham, and they have a bomb implanted in their skull that, um, that, they are made to go and do good. If Got they it. go off the rails, that bomb is, you know, set off. Got it. So who you got? Superman. Oh, all I, the I love all Harley. Long. I love the Harley Quinn arc. And Margot Robbie plays her perfectly. And I think that we have finally got a perfect Superman besides Christopher Reeves and, and Harry Caviezel. Or is that how you say his name? Henry, Harry, uh, Henry, Henry, Henry Cavill, 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 yeah, Cavill, yes. Cavill? Um, but Superman is the guy. Yeah, totally agree. Man of Steel is my favorite movie in either universe. So, really, Superman, yeah, it is. That's so Superman, impressive. it is, and it was unanimous, one hundred percent Superman, zero percent anti-hero. So the uh, refugee moves on. Next round. Number four, the Flash versus number five, Aquaman. The Speedster versus the Fish. <laughs> so I, I, I'm I'm picking I'm picking Aquaman oh. just because his powers are better to me than Flash. Flash can go back in time because he runs fast. Yeah. <laughs> Aquaman, like you don't Aquaman, what, you don't like Back to the Future because in order to go back in time they had to drive in a car. I mean, come on, Aquaman swims and can call a porpoise. Come on, and he's got the trident. He can control water. Oh, for Pete's sake! Jason Momoa was a oh, better. Jason. He was a better Aquaman than Ezra Miller is Flash. If we're Disagree. going on the if oh, we're going on the cinematic universe alone, no, Aquaman. I, I, Aquaman, the way that they've played that character is the typical, I'm a superhero and I've got to go find myself. Typical garbage, man. Flash and Ezra Miller, he's a normal dude caught up in something, just like Captain America. Maybe that has something to do with it. But he's a normal dude trying to prove himself to his dad at the same time. So they both have a little bit of that. But Flash was like the fist bump at the end with Cyborg. He brings something to that, the heavy-handed DC universe. Everything's got to be so serious all the time. And Flash brings that needed spark. So we're talking here, Vance Cope, because of Snyder Cut. Yes. Jeffrey Martin, because of Snyder Cut. Yes. That's not part of the DCEU, folks. It is now. It's canon now. No, it's now. not. No, it's, it's canon not. now. It's released. No, it it's is out. Not. No, it is it's out. not canon. Warner it is Brothers out. refuses to, to admit I, that that is part of canon. When, when you have screwed this up as bad as Warner Brothers have, you lose the right to call something canon or not. To me, I'm considering it in my vote. In the, this, even before the Snyder Cut, he was the best part of the first movie, too. Because you have okay. Batman, so you have Bruce Wayne and Wonder okay, Woman. Disney. 
Okay, Disney, give me Darth Plagueis as canon because Disney screwed up Star Wars so much. And give well, me that, Darth Plagueis. I don't think you have. It's a 50-50 split in the fandom of if they screwed up Star Wars. Everybody agrees that DC movies have been just bad after Man of Steel. Everybody agrees with that. And it's an accepted fact. The thing about Flash and the thing about Aquaman is Jason Momoa just happened to be at the right place at the right time on casting day. And they wanted to do something a little bit different because he is horrible. The whole wahoo thing. It's just so dumb. It's awesome. It's so dumb. It's so dumb. So anyway, all right, it's all for mood anyway, because Aquaman wins, but it was Thank close. Dad gummit. Thank you. <laughs> it was 53 47. And if we had saves, I'd be saving the flash because I cannot wait for that movie. I have not yet seen Aquaman. I tried to watch 15 minutes on TV the other day, and it's like watching Thor. It's heavy-handed and dull and colorless and boring. Anyway. And when, and when Black Manta shows up and blows up the thing when they're standing there having their moment, his hair's not even cinched. Aquaman has magic hair, too. He has magic hair, a magic beard. Anyway. Number two, Batman versus number seven, Shazam. The Bat versus the Batson. Okay, so we had this question in the group. Which Batman are we going off of? Are we going off of Batflick? Are we going off of Christian Bale? Are we going off of you said So you said earlier that you had to loop in the Mark Ruffalo Hulk with the non-Mark Ruffalo Hulk as one package. I think you have to do the same thing here. But see, that, that's the question. That's the problem. Because it's three or four different backstories. Okay. Well, it's all the same Batman, backstory. No, Batman's been told numerous times. It's all the same. Ways. It's all the same. The Christopher... No, all right. So here we go. Vance Cope, who made the bracket, said you have to go with Batflick. Okay. I'm, I'm cool with that. I don't have a problem with that. I'm just going by what you said earlier. Yeah. And Jeffrey says Batfleck is the only one in the DCEU. Okay. So, so Batfleck it is. Batfleck wins anyway. Shazam's an awesome movie. If you hadn't seen it, you have you should see it. But Batman wins, hands down. I agree. Batman moves on. And it's 88% to 12% Batman from the listeners as well. So that one was quick. Now, Wonder <laughs> Woman versus Cyborg. The three versus the six seed. The Amazon versus the jock. We didn't know one? much. We didn't know much about Cyborg until the Snyder Cut, which, as I said earlier, is not canon. We know a lot about Wonder Woman, and the fact that we finally got the invisible jet in, in 84, Wonder Woman wins. Yeah, I agree. Wonder Woman wins. I, I like Cyborg, and I know that he's got a lot to be, a lot to, to contemplate and a lot to think through as a character. And I know that the, the actor's just trying to play that out. But Cyborg just never really took off for me. Most of it is, it's not the actor, it's the way he's designed. Like, he yeah. looks like something out of a Transformers movie. Yeah, like it's just it's too much. They tried to do too much with his design. So I got to agree with Wonder Woman on that one. So and it was 88 percent Wonder Woman, 12 percent Cyborg on that one, too. And Vance Cope says Wonder Woman is the best movie in the DCEU. I agree at the DCEW. So, yes, in the DCEW, he might be the, the best, but or she might be the best anyway. All right. So the semifinals. Superman versus Aquaman. And if you find me on this one, Dave, I'm going to kick you off the show. Superman. One, two, three, (laughs) Superman. Superman. Absolutely. And semifinal number two, Batman versus Wonder Woman. One, two, three. Mm. I think this one deserves a little bit more discussion. So this is the actual, do we, do we go with an Iron Man type character who a, a billionaire who has self-made billionaire who had, well, he's not a self-made. Well, he, he, he earned it. That's true. He, he inherited it. But same as Tony Stark. But 
he yeah, I guess, I, guess no I mean, sorry. Skills. He created his own fighting skill versus yeah. an Amazonian god, goddess, yeah. who, you know, is supernatural. So purchased versus born is really the question you've got going on. And so this is tough because I think there are some people... In fact, I know that there are some people that would say Batman is the best character in the Justice League. Mm. I'm a a Superman fan. Superman's who I've I've always gravitated towards. I've always been Superman, Wonder Woman, Batman. Batman, those are my three, the three in the hierarchy. But the way that they have portrayed them in the DCEU, you've got to go Batman. But if we're going, if we're looping in fandom if we're looping in who would win in a fight if we're looping in comics i would go wonder woman but i think if we're going on the letter of the law with the bracket you've got to go batman yeah i agree and i'm going to say that because of the really justice league and i think the snyder cut showed it a little bit more i know it's not canon but you saw more of his intention you have the loner actually turn into the leader in superman's absence and i think that's a huge growth point for batman overall and again, you saw it in the in the original cut, but more so, I think, in this one. So I'm going to go with Batman on that one as well, just because of that overall growth arc. So I, I that prefer, means... Yeah, we, we get the, <laughs> the actual battle that everyone wanted to see in Batman v Superman. Exactly. Martha. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Did he say Martha? Yeah, he did, dude. Some people have the same name. Right. <laughs> anyway. I'm going to... I mean, we're going to go here. We're going to go with Superman. Just because they needed Superman to beat, um, why am I forgetting his name? Doomsday? Not, no. Well, Steppenwolf? Dooms- Steppenwolf. They had to bring Superman back from the dead to beat Steppenwolf. They also needed the Flash to go back in time to stop Steppenwolf, but that's besides the point because we picked Aquaman. <sighs> Would. Would would Flash have beaten Superman, Adam? No, no. He, well, no, because when the flat, my, that's one of my favorite scenes in both cuts, because it was in both, is when the Flash is running past Superman and Superman actually tracks him with his eyes and yeah. turns his head. Oh, that's so awesome. Anyway, those are my two favorites. But yeah, I'm anyway. going to go Superman too. The the and I'll tell you the reason. Well, actually, I'm going to save that reason because it's probably going to be our justification in the end. I'm going to go with Superman. Yep. There you go. All right, wax lyrical for a second while I copy paste. All right, so we got the final four matchup for the DCEU in the villain versus the. Well, no, we've got to go into the DCEU villains here. Yeah, we have the villains bracket left for DCEU. So yep. here we go. This is oh, right. Jeffrey said he would have gone Batman because he fights dirty, and that's <laughs> he's not wrong. I mean, he went that's true. tonight against Superman. It's true, knowing that they're both heroes. Yep. But it didn't work. You know why? Martha. Martha. That's my mom's no. name. No, because Lois was actually the true hero of yes. Batman v Superman. Yes. Which it, he, she should have been. And I need to know more about why, why her not being around led to the whole desert sequence. I got to know more about that, but we'll never see Ask more of Becca it. Johnson. So Becca Johnson. No, I, no, no, I get it. I, I totally get it. But I want to see it. I want that movie to be made where it plays out just a separate thing. Just make it for the fun of it, but they never will. All right. Lois, Lois is the key to the Justice League, to be oh, sure. truly honest. And, sure. And, and that's comics. That's anything you see Justice but you, League. But you Lois see. Lois is but, the key. 
we we haven't talked this much, but the the Snyder Cut. But you see at the end of the Snyder Cut exactly what the next one kind of was supposed to potentially play out to be. When you bring back Jared Leto, and you got Batman, you have Flash, and you have this whole alternate reality. I could have used a little bit more of that. But anyway, DCEU villains. Number one, Steppenwolf versus number eight, Darkseid. The Immortal versus the Conqueror, or alternate tagline here: the Employee versus the Boss. Right, exactly. Which. I get why Vance made the seating like he did. Sure. Because, like we said, we got to go true DCEU, not Snyder Cut. Yep. We have to go true DCEU. And this kills me. This absolutely kills me to say Steppenwolf wins this because we have to go DCEU. We don't see much of Darkseid in, in the Justice League movie yep. that is canon. We don't know much about Darkseid that's canon. All we know is Steppenwolf is trying to impress Darkseid. Yep. We don't see why. And we don't see how truly powerful he is yep. in the canon Justice League. But, so counterpoint, okay. counterpoint. Okay. You see a whiny little dude that only wants to impress his boss and at the end of the day still loses. You don't haven't seen Darkseid yet, but he's still the boss. So I'm going to go with Darkseid on this one because Stephen Wolf was unsuccessful in just one movie. That's all it took to beat him. Um, and then the audience agrees. It's yeah, 71% Darkseid, 29% Stephen Wolf. I will say I agree as well if we're going yes. truly based on comics. And there, are, I would be voting so much so differently if we we're going based no, on I th comics. I think even going off the movie personally, like I said, he's just a whiny little guy trying to Trying to get a raise at the end of the year. Got to impress my boss. It's going to put it on my oh, performance no, he, he evaluation. Was, he was kicked out of... Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, I forget the name so of the So he planet. failed there, too. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, next up, number four, Ares versus number five, Lex Luthor. The God of War versus the Mastermind. And, and I haven't seen Wonder Woman 84 yet. Is Ares from Wonder Woman 84 or the no, first a one? Ares is the first one. The first one. That's right. Okay. He's, Thank you. Yeah. Ares is Wonder Woman's big bad uh, yep. of all time. Uh, if we're going based on DCEU alone, and once again, hmm. DCEU, not the comics. Yes. You have to go uh, with Ares. Yeah. Because in the movie, Lex Luthor plays mind tricks. He doesn't have the Lex suit. He doesn't have his his you know big supply of of kryptonite so you it pains me to say aries wins this yeah but aries has to win i have to agree with you i think that uh, eisenberg playing lex luthor was one of those edgy decisions oh, that so they good, made though. to be different i i i'm not a fan Oh, he's so I'm not good. a fan. I, I, I don't I don't disagree that he plays a good villain, but I Lex Luthor, it's just like Jared Leto is the Joker. It's an alternate take, and that's fine if you're making Suicide Squad. But when you're it's just like what works for Marvel is that every single one of those characters is exactly who you would expect them to be in your mind. And it works for you. With this, it automatically makes you suspend disbelief. This guy's not going to sit here and beat Superman at anything. He did create Doomsday to Vance's point. But the only reason this Lex Luthor created Doomsday was that comic book series had already been written. And the, this guy could not pull that off. There's no way. 
There's I'm no going. Way. I'm going. This is my hot take for the night. You ready? Please. Jesse Eisenberg is a better Lex Luthor than Gene Hackman. I don't disagree with that. I, I think that Gene Hackman's was good, but the whole feel of those original Superman movies was different. I think Gene Hackman fits with the kind of campiness of the original Star Wars movies. But Star Wars? I mean, sorry, the, <laughs> the original Superman movies. But I think that there are numerous actors, and don't ask me to name one because I don't have an opinion at the moment. But I think there's numer- numerous people that could play Lex Luthor better than Jesse Eisenberg without you having to like make this mental leap to get there, which would have done better for the movie. So, Jeffrey Martin says, what about John Cryer's Lex in uh, Supergirl? Same idea. Same idea. Somebody you wouldn't expect. Let's shake it up a little bit and put somebody in there that they wouldn't expect. Same thing. I made this point on the show that we had Rebecca on for the you Supergirl did. Radio that it's hard for me to see John Cryer as Lex Luthor because to me he's that sniveling idiot that Gene Hackman just kept around in Superman 3. Yeah. So, and Vance is right. Lex wants the Legion of Doom in the Justice League movie. You are correct. If we got to see that and they played that arc out and that becomes canon, then Lex Luthor wins. But with the the level set that we have right now, the 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 info we have right now, you have to go Aries. Yeah. What are the listeners doing the the poll? They came back with 83% Lex Luthor, 17% Aries. Uh, so Lex okay. moves on. All right, I, number I think, two. I, I think we went against our own rule on that one, but okay. <laughs> number two, Ocean Master. Well, I don't think we put that rule out there, though, necessarily. It was part with of the, the listeners. Eh. Number two, Ocean Master versus number seven, Black Manta. The second born versus the pirate. I think Black Manta was the better villain in that movie. Uh, Ocean Master needed other people to, to do his bidding. Black Manta was a villain in and of himself. Yeah. So I would vote Black Manta on this one. Were you I saying agree. yeah, or you never from, saw no, from I, I told you I tried to watch it, and I've seen enough of it to be able to make a comparison because I didn't want to walk into this completely blind. But I, I think that, for me, that scene with Black Manta, it's pretty impressive what he's able to pull off like that. Right. I think that just the look, the, the whole feel of it, just feels a lot more villainy than, than a whiny little brother. But Yep. That, that's the same for you, Killmonger, and I voted for Killmonger. So, anyway, so it's Black Manta 71%, Ocean Master 29%, so Black Manta moves on. Next Vance, one, number. Yeah, oh, go ahead. Vance has a point here. Black Manta should, was a way better villain that should have been the main baddie. Don't totally disagree. agree. Yep. Totally agree. All right, so number three, Doomsday versus number six, Zod, the killer clone versus the general. And, and this is different. If, if, this, if we were doing comics, my vote would be so different here yeah. because this doomsday was not what doomsday was in the comic book. Yeah. At all. Doomsday was not created by Lex Luthor in the comic books. Yep. Doomsday was a villain from Krypton that finally got to earth and beat Superman and killed him. Yeah. I think Zod in the movies was the better bad guy. Yeah. Now, yes, Doomsday killed Batman. Not going to lie. Killed, killed Superman. Yeah. Killed Superman. But I think Zod is the better bad guy in the cinematic universe. Yeah. 
I think I, I, I agree with you. The opening scenes of the Death of Superman comic with with Doomsday pounding on the wall underground, yeah. that type of thing is just one of the best opens. But when you're talking about the movies, it just for it to just pop up, Lex Luthor created him. Here he is. This is going to be the climactic thing. Fight. You know, right. Versus right. General Zod, who is actually trying to take over and wants so bad to have a remnant of Krypton to rule that he follows and goes after Superman and chases him down and all of that. And the the I will find him moment in Man of Steel is one of my favorites. Right. And I think that I think that the way they pulled off Zod was better because I think about the original General Zod in the tights with the little mustache or goatee or whatever. And that was the Superman movie was so bad. But this was this did Zod justice. I'm going to go with Zod on this one as well. And Jeffrey Martin, they should have put Zod in the black tunic, though. Totally agree. Agree. Yeah. So um, on this one, the audience, 65 percent Zod, 35 percent Doomsday. So setting up the first round of the semifinals, then it's time to take over the world. Same thing we do every night. Um, Dark Side versus <laughs> Lex Luthor. <laughs> I, same arguments I made before. I don't think this Lex Luthor is a good Lex Luthor, but so Dark Side all the way. Yeah. Well, both failed. If you're, if you're looking at the Snyder cut or the other cut, Steppenwolf did not do his intended job. Doomsday killed Superman, but they were able to bring him back. Lex Luthor did escape from prison. I think the potential of Darkseid, to me, is much, much more than the potential of Lex Luthor because of the casting. So I'm going to go with Darkseid on this one. Yep. So we agree? Totally agree. We agree. All right, semifinal number two. Injustice abounds with Black Manta versus Zod. Zod, all the yeah, way. I agree. I agree. Because Black Manta is a made-up character, whereas Zod is a god. God Zod. So, God Zod. <laughs> all right, so the finals... Dark side versus Zod. And so we've got to go kind of non MC or DCEU on this though, because we don't get much of Dark Side in the DCEU. So because of that, I'm gonna to have to pull from the comics. I, I know that we're we're going against what we should. Because of that, I'm picking Dark Side because mm. he is not just a Superman big bad, he's a Justice League big bad. Okay. So I've got to go dark side on this. Yeah, I'm going to go with Zod. He's a he's an original character from Krypton. He um, may not have made it out of Man of Steel, but he brought Superman to that point where he almost defeated him. Dark side is basically just going to turn out to be the DC's Thanos. Looks like Thanos is going to do things like Thanos did. Zod was completely original, so I'm going with Zod. So it's a All tie. Right. Jeffrey says, or Vance says, just think Darkseid is Thanos pre-Infinity War. I, yep. That's not wrong. All right, Jeffrey, Darkseid and the New Gods has so much potential for future movies, though. No, we're not talking about that. We're talking about the movies that were. So, Jeffrey, <laughs> you have to be the tiebreaker here. So, what say you? Uh, Vance is right in this. Darkseid is pulling. He's the player that's in the background pulling the strings. Yeah, so it's Zod, his point is it's Zod all the way. Because Zod went after it, man. He went for it. Dark side is like, everybody else do the hard work. Well, that's what that's for now. Who, yeah, he's the big bad. That's that's what's going to happen. Jeffrey agrees with me. He says dark side. Vance says Zod. So what do we do? Well, we said Jeffrey was the tiebreaker. We said Vance, too, because he made the seating. So Carrie, is Carrie still watching? I don't know. Let, let, hold up. <laughs> let, let me call him. <laughs> Let's see. Have I called him recently? Have there I called is. you lately, Carrie Loney? 
This is Carrie. Carrie, you're on the show live. Oh, I'm, I'm live. You're Did I break it. Yeah, you broke it. Uh, anyway, so we you are now the tiebreaker. Oh boy. For the DCEU villains champion. Oh boy. Dark side <laughs> versus General Zod. Um. Whew. Well, one's still alive, and I mean, technically. So the way I voted in in the uh, bracket, I think I'm going to have to continue to vote that way, um, and I'm and I'm going dark side. Good answer, sir. Good answer. <laughs> Good answer. It's he's, he's still relevant, and he's still there. He hasn't gone anywhere. Yep. That's the way I looked at it as well. So our final four, just so you, I don't know if you're still watching, but our final four is Captain America against Thanos and Dark Side against Superman. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> it, it just works out perfectly, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> yeah. Go Thanos. <laughs> <laughs> All right, brother. I'll talk to you later. Yep, yep. Bye. Well, there you go. All right. Let's get down to it then. The MCU side of the final four has hero versus villain, Cap versus Thanos. Discuss amongst yourselves. I've got to go Captain America with this, just because Thanos. He he just he was beaten by Captain America, and and Tony and all them, but uh, Captain America just was good the whole time, and he stayed good, and he he went against the government because he believed in. He stood by what he believed in. Thanos just wants more space. <laughs> so I've got to go Cap. Got it. Yeah, Thanos had vision. Uh, and I don't mean the character. I mean actual vision. He wanted something. It was a horrible something. But single-handedly, he went out and, and got it. But at the end of the day, he was stopped by teamwork. Right. Right. Yeah, I've right. got to go Captain America, too. Can't let Thanos through, man. Come on. Talk amongst yourselves. I, I'll be right back. What, we're, we're in the final four. Oh, my goodness gracious. Wax lyrical. Wax lyrical. All right. Well, I'm going to go back up in here, and I'm going to change. Where is the flash bracket? I'm going to change that one, and we're going to pick them all, just us folks. Um, so let's see. So we had Zod versus Darkseid. Let's see if we can switch this one. We had my dad say Zod. And who else said Zod? <laughs> yeah, I have to say, um, this has gone... I think the, the one surprise for me started when Spider-Man didn't make it. But I think it's pretty much turned out the way I expected, especially Thanos. Um, it could have been Cap or Iron Man. Superman had to make it through. But Darkseid making it through, I was a little surprised by. Um, but I think... Okay, so Vance. Vance brings up a good one. Flash versus Cap. So who do you guys got? If it ended up that way, Flash versus Cap, would everybody just pick Cap or would anybody pick the Flash? Captain America, hands down. Yeah, you, you, we're waxing lyrical without you for a minute. I've asked for comments. Well, I'm telling you right now, Captain America, hands down, because he throws the shield that hits him out of his super speed, out of his speed vortex, and, and Flash is down. And then Flash gets up because he heals super fast and runs until he, time reverses a little bit. He grabs the shield out of the air and just runs away with it. And Cap is without his shield. 
All right, so you're back now. Can we finish this? We can finish. Go. Goodness gracious. Somebody get this guy a bag or something. All right, the final four matchup for the DCEU Hero versus Villain, Superman versus Darkseid, which nobody's seen if we're not including Snyder Cut. You got to go Superman here because, you know, comics he beat, they all beat Darkseid. Well, I mean, you go back to action comics where Superman first showed up. He kind of started the whole thing in a way. Right, exactly. You know, and it's, it's cool that our finals are going to be Cap versus Superman. Oh, the two true American icons of both. Right. All right, so that's the final. Captain America versus Supes. So let's, and let's the winner take a, is who? So this is where you have to remind yourself that we're not voting based on comic books. Because if we're voting based on comic books, Superman wins hands down. But if we're voting based on cinematic universe and cinematic universe alone, you have to give it to Captain America. Because his arc is a better arc than Superman's arc. Do I agree with that? That should be the winner? No. But that's how we've set this bracket up, so we have to give it to Cap. Okay. You, you can give it to Cap. That's cool. For me, one of the reasons I like Man of Steel, um, well, let me start saying this. Man of Steel and Captain America, both in their own way, are very similar characters because they both are an ideal. And I'm not talking about the murk, a part of Captain America. I'm talking about the language, you know, when he admonishes them for using bad language and he always does the right thing. And, you know, Captain America is the goody-goody of, of the Avengers, right? It's Superman, the S, it's not an S. It stands for hope. But I go back to what does it for me with soups. If we're talking MCE, we're talking Man of Steel, the trailer, and it's, it's in the movie, but the trailer for Man of Steel is one of my favorite things, favorite ways to spend a minute and a half, two minutes because of Jor-El's speech. When he talks about oh, you yeah. give them an ideal to strive towards the race behind you, they will stumble, they will fall, but in time they'll join you in the sun and in time you will help them accomplish wonders. What, what his father's intent for him to do was not just let the Kryptonian race move on and, and continue, but to give earth something to look to because he, he, he knew that they would need that, you know? And so, um, so Superman, Superman's my pick hands down a hundred times out of a hundred on this one. So so Jeffrey says Captain America. Mm -hmm. But he says he ain't breaking the tie on this one. He likes Marvel movies more than DC movies, so Captain America. Captain America. And then if the S stands for hope, isn't that Shope? Uh, no, it's just hope. <laughs> so are we going? Jeffrey says he's not breaking the tie, but he just broke the tie. Um, Vance, uh, here you go. Vance made it. So I think both have interesting arcs over the course of their movies. Cap as an individual and team has carried the MCU to greatness. Superman didn't do that. Yeah, but that that's because of the decisions that they made in making these movies. You could have very well. I mean, if you look at Superman's arc and I'm going to invoke the Snyder cut a little bit on this one, Dave, but if you look at Superman's arc, one thing you never see from Captain America, once he gets the serum, he's like Captain America. And then he has a falling out with Tony and he's lost his little bromance. So he grows a beard and gets all emotional and stuff like that. So you see the same kind of thing with Superman that you never saw in Man of Steel because you see someone who has fully realized the powers they have and he's coming to grips with it. 
and not in a, oh my gosh, all this stuff, all the sensory stuff that I see and hear and everything. It's literally, I have it within my power to kill Zod. And when he ends up doing it, when he ends up doing it, he grieves it. I mean, we've never seen, we've never seen that in Superman, that he actually had to deal with it. He has a heart and feelings about it. You never see Cap feel that way about anything that he does. He's just plowing through the whole time. Yes, you do. You said that's Civil War. Well, that's, that's, that's the a, whole a, plot of Civil that's War. That's not the plot of Civil War. That, that's the emotional relationship side of Civil War. Is, do I side to, with you because I disagree with, with you? That he knows Bucky killed to Cap's or uh, kills Iron Man's parents. Yes, yeah. And he has. He says, "Do I hide this and, and protect my friend, or do I tell Iron Man and let him shoot the guy that I've invented okay, so my entire if you, life?" If you're gonna make the if you're gonna make the parallel there that the information he had was power and he was coming to grips what to do with that information slash power, fine, I get it. But what Man of Steel provided us in the arc they were going to give us, and I'm just making the point back to what ended up happening in the movies is you have this alien being come to earth, come to grips with itself. He learns how to fly the joy when he's flying and he figures out, I can do this. The grief that he feels when he actually has to kill Zod to stop it. What would have happened through justice league and everything was you should have seen him come full circle to where he's like, okay, I am that ideal that everyone can strive for, but they just forgot that along the way. And so I don't think you can, if you're, if you're doing it based off the, the DCEU, fine. I can see why you would pick Cap over Soups, but what it should have been oh, was much better than soups. what it ended up being. I, I, I totally agree. But but and, Man and of if, Steel, I think, was a very hopeful take on Superman in the midst of a lot of just you know CGI action movies. It was a different take, and you end a you find one Marvel movie that ends on a better line than Welcome to the Planet. So I'm going if, Superman. If no, hold up, you just made your own argument. If we're doing this based on comics alone. Okay. And if we're doing this based on no. what we know about the characters alone, Superman wins this hand sure. hands down. But, but if, but we're, if going... we're doing this on movies and story arcs and how they have been done throughout the entire cinematic universe, sure, Captain America is the better story. So, in other words, than Superman. So you know, and that's what I'm saying is that if we're basing it off the of DCEU, Superman's arc was not complete, and I agree with that. However, Correct. several times throughout this bracket choice, you have flip flop between comics and the other thing, and you've been cool with it. So but I'm being cool to, with it for a second. And I ha you have to do it right here because they didn't give Superman an arc. You have to do it right here. Is my point. If anywhere else, you have to read it. If only Man of Steel, maybe, but JLA and B Batman v Superman drag the character down. That's exactly my point. So if we can invoke the comics in a 2v8 seed in a quarterfinal, it's much, much more important here to do that same thing and invoke who these characters actually are. And if you don't look at the movies, like we haven't four or five times now, and you look at just the character, Superman wins. We've done it before, and so I'm doing it now. If it doesn't end up winning, I'm cool with that. Okay. <laughs> but I'm just saying, Jeffrey it's happened Vance. before. All right, we are now tied. So, Jeffrey and Vance, we need your answers. I, I know, Jeffrey, you said that you you don't want to break it, but we we need you on this one, man. And for whatever the reason is, I mean, I oh, I, I agree with you. I, and let let's point this out here: Superman and Captain America. If we're looking at the comics. Superman wins, hand, wins hands well, down. It's like trying to pick between Luke Skywalker and Anakin Skywalker based on movies alone. George Lucas gave Anakin Skywalker a very stunted growth curve for the first two movies, and boom, he was Darth Vader. Luke, you got to see the whole development. 
And when he comes around that corner in Return of the Jedi and he is a full-blown Jedi master, cool demeanor and all, you see that completion, you know? Yeah. But. Thanks, Vance. He says tie. <laughs> all right. I got to make one call. You all right. Do it. One call does it all. Cap, but the, wait. Uh, here, no, they all, they all went cap. It's all cap, cap but it's all cap over. because of just how the movies told the story. So, yeah. Yeah, and, and I think if we're going with the letter of the law, the title is MCU versus DCEU. You have to go cap. But, and we'll caveat this, if, if we're going comics or anything else, Superman wins this. Sure, which we've done Hands several down. times, so Superman wins. Okay. We're going to do something we haven't ever done in a bracket madness, guys. This is going to end in a tie. <laughs> there, there's no way to break this tie because I'm arguing Captain America because of, of what our title is. But to Adam's point, I've done it in the past and said comics, you know, we got to throw in some comics. If we're doing that, then I am going Superman. Sure. Yeah. Now, we, we, how about this? We can all make the argument for either one based off of whether you stick to the letter of the law or not. So the winner of the MCU DC EU bracket would be Captain America. The winner of this specific bracket would be Cap because of the way Marvel tells the movies. I can agree with that. But when you talk about overall what the character individually means to somebody, I think many, many more of us grew up with Superman pajamas than we did Captain America pajamas. So I'm not reading it, but I'm just going to put it on the screen there for people to see. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not going to let the podcast land hear that because I don't want to say that on our show. Uh, can, can, I, can I read it, Dave? Because I actually have a sure. point. It's like the national championship. Alabama actually won, but UCF has that asterisk. Yeah, but here's the problem is that no one awarded that asterisk with themselves. Here it actually, the, mm. both of these guys have earned their right to be where they are. Mm. <laughs> Excuse me. Message. Love you, Lance. Love you, Lance. I mean, Vance. Vance. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I'm picking right. if, if Love you, you buddy. Think, if you think this was full of of uh hate and and contention oh, Let, have i got a bracket for you <laughs> have we got a bracket for you in the comments on facebook and i'm posting them on youtube as well you will see the bracket for next week adam if you want to go ahead and post that and put it up there yeah, one sec let me share a chrome tab real quick we'll, we'll put it up there uh, next week's bracket is something near and dear to mine and Adam's heart. And we're going to post this on the listener group tonight. Country Music Showdown. This is going to get fun. And we're not going to walk through it right now, but I just want to show you all what's on the bracket. Go back up. We haven't said it yet. Hank Williams Sr. versus Waylon Jennings. In your one eight seed. Yep. George Jones versus Tammy Wynette in your four five seed. Johnny Cash versus the patron saint of Tennessee, Dolly Parton. And the first woman of country music, Patsy Cline, against the good old boy himself, Merle Haggard. That is your classic country music showdown bracket. Your group bracket is Alabama, work 40-hour week for a living against 
Montgomery Gentry, the group, not the solo act. I was expecting a laugh. Still there, too soon. Still too soon. <laughs> Diamond uh, Rio versus Little Texas. Brooks and Dunn versus. Can I call them by their real name? Their real name is Lady A. They've legally changed it. So do I have to call them? Do I have to call them by their politically correct name, Lady A? And then once again, another politically correct name: the Judds against the Chicks. And then your '90s country music bracket. This one's tough. This This first one's this one isn't tough. George Strait against Shania Twain. The Mister against the Misses. Tim McGraw against Faith Hill. Alan Jackson against Garth Brooks. Pure Country against Rock Country. And Reba against Clint Black. And then in your modern country, Carrie Underwood against Casey Musgraves. Adam's favorite matchup. Chris Stapleton against Luke Bryan. Pot smoking Travis Tritt. All right. <laughs> the Chief Eric Church against Miranda Lambert. And Brad Paisley against Luke Combs. If you thought tonight had a lot of fights and 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 some battles. Just you wait. Just you wait. Just <laughs> you wait. <laughs> now, now, now. This is what it feels like for some. <laughs> Where's Blair for that part? <laughs> exactly. She knows every word to that Hamilton rap. She Anyways, does. So that will be up on the. If you don't know much about country music, I get it. This isn't going to be a huge bracket for you guys, but this is something that Adam and I are very passionate about. Um, but vote if you don't mind, please, because we, we want a good sample size. Um, but there will be some some discussions about that first round alone. So Jeffrey says, I can't break ties next week because I don't listen to much country music. Don't worry. We got a couple of people in here that, that I know could. Sorry, Kathy and, and, and Virgil, you can't break ties because I know who you're always going to side with. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Um, but that th- we have to find somebody to break a tie. Do we know any like indie country music stars or country music singers that we could uh, have as a guest? I'm trying to think if we know anybody. I know a dude that plays some places around here. Kenyon Lockery is his name. I might be able to reach out to him and see. Yeah, reach out to him, see what he says. Okay. So uh, Vance said the first round will definitely be the toughest. You, you know, that's I agree because. You- you're a radio guy. Yeah, Let's but I don't know. Let's country music DJ on. I bet I can get some people. I'll, I I'll bet you could get people. some people. I bet you could. That's, that's you not a bad that. idea. You do I, that. That's not a bad idea. I knew some people that, that uh, actually, hey. Yeah. See? KG used to work at a radio, a country music See? radio station. Do we? Let's reach out to Kyle Gilbert, see what we can do. Do we? Do it. All right. Anyway, so that's next week. That will be in the group uh, tonight. So if you're watching us on Facebook right now, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, uh, th- that will be on the Facebook, the uh, Unrelated Birth Listener Group tonight. Uh, that is the socials for us. So there's your early socials. If you're not part of the Unrelated Birth Listener Group on Facebook, 
why not? If you haven't subscribed to us on YouTube, why not? If you haven't liked us on, on Facebook, why not? Hey, Adam has a Twitter again, y'all. I do, but very, very limited. And I'm frustrated. Can I, can, I, can I go on a thing for a second? Oh, Lord. So I rejoined Twitter for something very specific me and Aiden are about to do because I wanted to tweet it at a group. And it's, it's going to be a funny thing if it happens. But I, I, I started to like very certain groups, very specific groups. And for some reason, I've followed you. I followed Unrelated at Birth. I followed BK. I'm working on getting the rest of our, our listeners in there. I didn't have all the time in the world to do that. But I followed very specific groups. And now in my feed, none of them show up. It's all ads and recommendations. Why is that? I have no idea, actually. I, I, I got on Twitter to be very specific and very focused, stay away from political stuff. And here comes a recommended article from the New York Times. It's like, I didn't ask to see any of this. I'm a brand new account. How could you possibly know enough about me to recommend political stuff when all I've liked is this one very specific thing that has nothing to do with politics? Very frustrating. I don't want to see any of that. I just want to have fun and read lighthearted stuff. Anyway. I do want to ask, have you followed Tim Brando again? Just to No, 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 because I'll just snark at him and then he'll block me again. And I'm trying to stay away from that. This is a new Twitter experience. Adam has been blocked by Tim Brando. It was the point. best thing ever, too. <laughs> he, <laughs> he insulted even, our show. <laughs> he even blocked sideline warnings accounts. Yeah. Yeah, I believe the comment he made was, you don't like my takes. Well, what's laughable is the number of followers you have or something like that. It was so it was so petty. The fact that I got Tim Brando to be kindergarten was, uh, was pretty satisfying. But those days are over. I'm only here for certain things now. I believe when I see it. Although BK had <laughs> BK had the best comment. He he, he did. It was funny. He said that you followed me. Followed him. He said, "Is this an April Fool's joke?" Adam following on Twitter again. <laughs> Is he going to block me again? No. So funny April Fool's comment. Um, I sent Dave an article earlier today oh, yeah. that Chip and Co posted that said that um, that Disney World was banning all plastic utensils. And that they were going to silverware only for a 98 cent surcharge, but that you could also opt out of plates where the chefs would put your food right in your hands so that you could carry it in your hands to the table. And so, Dave, I, I just sent it with wow. Dave sends back in all caps, wow, with three exclamation points. And I was like, you got to go all the way to the bottom, man. I knew you weren't going to read all the way to the bottom. But, so here's the deal. They posted that article yesterday as yeah. well. Uh, because they are selling those bamboo forks and silverware, and, and I, so I saw the picture, and then I saw the title, and I didn't read. Yeah, and, and so I went, wow, yeah. and then I, yeah. I forgot what the day was. What's, as well. what's no. great about it? Everybody go to Chip and Co on Facebook and find that post and read some of the comments, man. Because there's some people that took it hook, line, and sinker and didn't just put, wow, they put, oh, here comes corporate America trying to be woke for the environment, trying to save a buck and all this stuff. And they are going on these like two paragraph long rants. And then people are like, dude, it's April Fool's Day. And they have to like retract it. Well, you know, it's true anyway. And it's hilarious. Karen Absolutely intensified. Hilarious. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> Adam's Twitter is going to be like KFC's Twitter. Uh, it's 11 herbs and spices, by the way. Uh, they follow uh, herbs and the Spice Girls. Oh, nice. Yeah. And then Dave just wants handfuls of cheese dip. Yes, please. If it doesn't stay in your hands long enough to dip a pretzel in it, is it still dip? It's all over no. the floor. It'd be all anyway. over my beard. <laughs> Actually, looking at my video, 
I'm looking pretty gray, man. I don't know if I like it. It's because you let it grow out. Yeah. It, and it's just this one little patch right here. Oh, just no way. It, it'll all catch up. <laughs> I turned 40 in 19, 18 days, man. Yeah, you do. Yeah, my body's already starting to fall apart. Just wait. Just you wait. No, no, no. All right, anyway. So if they want to get a hold of the show like your dad does every week, what is the phone number, sir? Yeah, 650-UAB-SHOW. 650-UAB-SHOW. Oh, wait too early. Well, actually, 650-UAB-SHOW. How about that? And uh, spell it out on your keypad. You'll hear a message from us followed by a... Thank you, Dave. And leave us a message. We will play it every single time we get one. We play it on the show. And um, that's the best way to ask a question. Go off on your own rant. Share an interesting story. Anything you want to talk about, play it there. We'll share it on the show. Or you can hit us up on our socials. Dave, tell them how to do that. At DAdams419 on Twitter. He's at RuntideRun on Twitter. I can say it again. Uh, I am also on Instagram, and he's on Instagram as well with the same usernames. The show on Twitter is at NotRelatedBros. On Instagram, we are at Unrelated at Birth. Uh, guys, I said the Facebook's already. Patreon.com, Patreon.com backslash Unrelated at Birth. The, the, the thing is still there. If we get 11, I won't sing. And next week, you know there's going to be some singing. It's true. Oh, gosh, I didn't think about that. And I'll also chug this crap. Mm. So we need air. 11 by next week. By next week. We need 11 Tuesday. in four days to, pre to prevent Singageddon. Yep. <clears throat> Vance says, dude, I wish I, I got the same gr batch of gray. Wish it was all gray. It's getting there, though. That's what happens when you have two, girl, two girls. I know. Preach. I'm well, evidently, it. it only takes one. But uh, they, so so what he's saying is that instead of just for men where you like blend in the gray, he'd rather have like one that makes it all gray instead. Yeah, I, I'll tell you what I've actually thought it's about doing. I thought about going back to blonde, but leaving the beard gray or beard brown. Please. Going with the 90s look. Please. You always <laughs> wear a hat anyway. No one's going to know. You bust it out whenever you want to show it, man. Go, yes. Bust it out when I go to church. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> start singing 90s not start singing 90s rap some Ray Bolts some 90s music at church point of grace heck yeah for him <laughs> DC talk there you go I could do it alright man anyway alright so oh, wait wait Van Virgil can people who are already patron donors give twice or even three times <laughs> <laughs> no no we need the equivalent of 11. <laughs> That's what we're saying, right? <laughs> oh, man. No. All right, anyway. No. So that's this week's show. Next week will be our last Bracket Madness. Gosh, we actually got to start thinking of show ideas again. I I've, I've enjoyed this not having to come up with an idea. It's kind of taking care of itself. It has. It's awesome. And we, and we had a week off in the middle of all that, too. <laughs> so that helped. Can we do a golf Spring break. theme? A what? Can we do a... You know, April is known for Augusta and Easter. Hmm. hmm. No, there's no way to do a bracket. I don't think so. If we do another bracket, everybody's going to revolt anyway, Dave. After next week. It's time for some fresh stuff. We could do a trip report. Have Kerry come on and do his trip report of there what Disney's like with Dave Adams. There you go. 
Yeah, we'll, we'll talk to it. All right, anyway, so guys, that's the show. We appreciate you guys. Thank you all for sticking with us. One more Bracket Madness to go. And guys, we say it every week. We do, do truly mean it. Thank you all. We love you all. Adam, take them home. Yeah, thank you guys for giving us a little bit of time out of your week, as you always do. We really appreciate it. This was a lot of fun. Can't wait for next week. I love it when we have these little friction moments on the show like this. It brings out everybody's opinion. It's really cool to hear how everybody thinks. So thanks for your participation, everybody that participated in the comments. Next week, everybody within the sound of my voice, join us on Facebook. Let's have more comments for the country music bracket. So we love you guys, but not as much as Jesus does. Thanks again for listening, and we will catch you next week.